so do police chases ever end well? Oh, I'm guessing not too well. <laughs> well, then you won't be surprised by one of the stories this week. <laughs> okay. Also, are you looking for a new home for your fingernails? Yeah, trash can, I'm thinking. <laughs> well, you know the place to call first. It's definitely Florida. Well, there you go. And uh, Florida, of course, has its greatest tradition, and we're going to revive it again. Uh-huh. Naked criminals. All that and more coming up on this week's episode of the Florida Freak Show. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Ladies and gents, boys and girls. Welcome back to the Florida Freak Show. I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. And if you've ever read a Florida news story online or seen a Sunshine State newscast, you know that Florida's greatest export are weird stories about the people who live and play here. And we have some of those stories to share, don't we, Kirsten? We do. Oh, ripped. Ripped from the headlines. From the headlines. But before we get started, before? I do I do want to say yes. that for the second time in the history and it's a of, short history of our podcast. Of our podcast right. in, in one year and one episode, yep. basically. Uh, we are recording basically the same day somebody had surgery. Right. Yeah. We're we're kind of on the DL, or one of us is sort of yeah. on the DL. So yeah. please bear with us. And but... if one of us sounds a little high, it's not because we're recording this on 420, <laughs> though we are. Yeah. Um, but it is uh yeah, residual yeah. Yeah. surgery stuff. Hey, it doesn't matter what's happening in our lives. The podcast goes on. That's right. The show yeah. must go on. The show must go on. Our first story comes to us from clickorlando.com. All right. Castleberry police officers responded to a criminal mischief call when a man identified as Justin Lorison threatened oh. to set a woman's house on fire. Wow. The reason he made the threat was because he'd been kicked out by his grandmother and then went to the victim's house for some help. Okay. So the victim offered him a hundred bucks to mm. stay at a nearby hotel, but that apparently wasn't good enough. Oh. After threatening to burn down her house, <laughs> of course. he then backed the gold Cadillac into her car and sped off. Oh boy. Police spotted the car speeding away, but chose not to pursue him. <laughs> Turns out they didn't need to pursue the caddy to catch Lorison. No. He lost control of the car and drove into a nearby retention pond. <laughs> when police arrived on the scene, they found the vehicle sinking and Lorison standing on the car. Ah. He refused to swim to shore, but police waited him out and eventually he had to get out of the water where he was promptly arrested and, by the way, failed a field sobriety test. Aww. He is now facing several charges. Oh, Justin. Well, Justin. Talk, talk about biting the hand that feeds you. This guy mauled the hand that's <laughs> helping him, right? Or tried to burn it down. Yeah. Since when? I No, okay, I get it. Because this happened, it's still season in Florida. Season is winding down. It is. But this happened in season. Correct. And it is hard to get a hotel for 100 bucks a night. It is. Even a sketchy one. Yeah, yeah. It, it's going to be slim pickets, that's for sure. It is, but still. Come yeah. on, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. You can't do this to someone that offers you 100 bucks to try to help you out. Right. It's just... What's going on here? I mean, I think, and it sounds like our Justin here is doing pretty well. He has a Cadillac, mm. a gold Cadillac for some reason. Yeah, who drives a gold Cadillac? Under the age of 140? I don't know. Oh, I, maybe it's Nana's Cadillac. Maybe it is. I don't know. But he's got a gold Cadillac for crying out loud. Why does he need so much help? I mean, is he really this spoiled? And, you know, Cadillacs are pretty big. Can't he just live in there? What's stopping him? I mean, him? Nana's going to take him back, right? Yeah, what's She's stopping Nana. him? Yeah. You know, when Nana kicks you out, though, 
you know you really need to start thinking about making some life changes. Yeah, right? yeah, especially when you're having temper tantrums and oh, burning yeah, houses down or threatening just, to burn and houses then just down, running into other cars and stuff like that. I mean, really, it's you got it's time to look, take a long hard look in the mirror. <laughs> you know what I love most about this story? Mm. The cops just waiting around. Yeah, like. They they don't even bother pursuing him because no. they know yeah. he's just going to get into some other trouble somewhere yeah. else. They find him in the retention pond standing on the car saying, yeah. I'm not going to get out of the water. Like a kid who locked themselves in the bathroom yeah. you know, because they didn't like mommy and daddy's rules. Yeah, it's like he's not going to stay in there forever. It's sort of like they're going fishing and they're like, we're not even going to put a lure in the water. That 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 fish is eventually just going to jump in our boat. <laughs> like, he doesn't have any other idea. He'll, he'll just eventually do that. He's got to get out eventually. I do have to say, I really love his final act of spoiled gratitude, though. Standing on the car and refusing to come on shore. Yeah. Like a little child. I mean, come on. Someone someone really needs a timeout. Right. Like I said, kid locking themselves in the bathroom. They yeah. need to give him a timeout. No. He, he, yeah. No. I'm not going to get out. Yeah. You know. You know what happened? Yeah. He started to get pruny. Oh, right. Yeah. That's when you know it's time to get out. Yep. That's when you know it's time to get arrested. You got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Our second story comes to us from local10.com. Ah. When Laura Duxta's car was burglarized in Fort Lauderdale, she wasn't worried about like a laptop, computer, or a stereo being stolen. Oh. Instead, the burglars took two boxes of children's books. Oh. See, Duxta is a New York Times bestselling author of children's picture books. Ah. She heard a noise outside her apartment at about four in the morning and looked outside just in time to see her car windows smashed in an SUV fleeing the scene. Whoa. Turns out that SUV had been spotted in a series of burglaries. Officers followed the car, which blew through a red light and caused a crash. The two men inside the SUV tried to flee the scene, but cops caught up and arrested them. Wow. And just like every good children's story, mm-hmm. this one's got a happy ending. Oh, The good. books were recovered and returned to the author. Oh, that's what... Well, all's well, it ends well. Mm-hmm. But do you think our best-selling author will turn this little caper into another book? Oh, maybe. Though yeah. it it doesn't really seem to be up her alley. No. Um, it's it's a little it's a little off, yeah, off topic. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean so this is the woman who wrote if you've ever seen the book and I mean it sold, you know, 3 quarters of a million copies wow. or so. I love you more. Oh. That's that is her best-selling book. She also has a book called I'll hug you more and you are a gift to the world. Oh, that's nice. So, you know, Stolen cars probably aren't her particular bailiwick. No. Perhaps we should be writing award-winning children's books. It, it, it might be right up our alley. Florida criminals. We have crazy little tales that we tell every week. So we do. I, we, we have a lot of fodder that we, we can probably turn into a, a good children's tale that has a you know that has a nice moral code to it. Oh, okay. Who knows? But I I do I do have to say that if you're going to steal from somebody, you might as well steal from this author because you I love you more. I'll hug you more. She's probably very forgiving. Oh, good point. Right? Good point. So, here's my question. Yeah. How disappointed were these burglars? Oh, I They know. break into a car because I see two large cardboard boxes. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe these were like 
TV boxes or computer boxes or stereo box. I don't know if people buy stereos anymore, but stereo, but like maybe it looked like it was really good stuff. Not to say that kids' books aren't good stuff. Yeah, it would have to be. Like maybe they thought that the person was moving and they had like a lot of really good stuff in there. Does anyone carry anything that good in cardboard boxes in their car? I would think that it would be stuff that you would be thinking about taking to Goodwill. Yeah, exactly. Like if I've got cardboard boxes in my car, they've either got jumper cables and flashlights lights or goodwill donations that i've just been too lazy to take to the store so you know hey if you want my old jeans that are out of style please feel free to break into my car and take them you're going to save me a trip to goodwill right nobody's putting a ton of valuables inside boxes in their car and you know it would be one thing if she left the car with you know doors unlocked or whatever that's like What's the harm? We'll go in there and we'll take him or whatever. You're smashing windows to get to this stuff. Yeah, there was a lot. Oh, Mm. maybe it was a rival book author, a rival children's book author. Oh, wow. Right. Now that's really setting the table for something. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wanted to find out like the new ideas. Yeah. You know, will it Maybe this was a new unpublished book that was stolen. I'll cuddle with you more. It's like, I wonder if she's going with something like that. I'll just beat her to the punch. Wow. Oh. I think we just we, stumbled across a conspiracy here. We're going to turn this into a true crime podcast Man, before it's over. We might as well be like Jerry Orbach on Law and Order <laughs> figuring this stuff out. <laughs> I don't know. That's crazy. But yeah, it's I just like I think we really should try to like turn some of these stories into good children's books. Yeah. I think we've got a we've got a shot here. Uh I just took a little stab. We'll see if, what you think of it. Um, the bad men looked inside the box mm. for things that are loved by so many crooks, but all those bad and no good men found was nothing great. A bunch of books. Oh, books are great. Right? Ha- uh, okay. I'll, I'll give it a stab now. <laughs> I will not steal them from a house. Ooh. I will not steal them with a mouse. Oh. I will not steal anything good from children's authors' neighborhoods. Oh, <laughs> wow. Right? Pulling a little something from old Doc Seuss, huh? Yeah. Very Theodore nicely Seuss done. Guys will eat your heart out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Our next story comes to us from clickorlando.com. All right. Titusville police thankfully thwarted a potential school shooting at the Temple Christian School, mm-hmm. and it had a distinctly Florida flavor. As it would. A security guard at the school spotted a man identified as Edward Bocce in the morning while children were playing outside. And as a security guard got closer, he noticed the 29-year-old suspect wasn't wearing any pants. Of course. He also had a pistol between his legs. Uh, That's not a metaphor, by the way, an actual pistol. Uh, The guard called the cops, who then approached the suspect, and Bocce refused to obey their orders to get on the ground. So they zapped him with a stun gun. Oh, boy. After handcuffing the suspect, police searched his bag and found a loaded forty-five caliber gun and six rounds of ammunition. He's now facing charges of armed trespassing, exhibiting a weapon on school property, and resisting an officer without violence. What is it about naked criminals trespassing on school grounds? Always on school grounds with our freak stories this year. A very good... Well, this, this last... Not calendar year, but over the last year. Over the last year, yes. I, yeah, just, I don't it know. Feels if it's like a, it's happening all the time, and I doubt that it's like a quarantine thing. Yeah, you know, like a hey, like this only happens in the here. pandemic. It's yeah. so true, so but, true. But yeah, so we had the guy from North Fort Myers who drove all the way to. 
I don't know, it was like Doral or something. Yeah, it was a long trip. To destroy a school wearing nothing but a hard hat, hat, headphones. Headphones and nothing else. Yeah. So we had that guy. And then what was the other one? At least he had some protective gear on. I mean, yeah. Yeah. What was the other naked school story? There was a guy who, who showed up on school grounds. Like, he like pooped on like oh the like pooper on the or whatever and then he sort of like used it as like a place for him to sort of like set up shop yeah like he stole food from the cafeteria yeah. and then pooped on the school grounds right and, and yeah there was definitely nudity involved like, in that the only as well. part of it that felt like it might have been a school prank was the pooping like you know out in the out yeah but he was like 40 or something like it 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 was really weird it was not a senior prank regardless it's naked people on school grounds i just don't get it so where he's naked well he's not naked he has no pants yes he has a pistol between his legs right how how does that happen yeah how do how do you how do you make that work like let's 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 assume that he's wearing some sort of undergarment well no let's assume he isn't first of all i mean how do you how's how's do you have a tape to himself i don't know uh uh, or a a thigh holster or or maybe he just had it between his legs and was like shuffling with his legs together like like he really had to go to the bathroom yeah but uh i was afraid he wasn't going to make it in time it's certainly going to keep you from like running away from the cops that's for sure if that were the case but but you bring up an interesting question Mm. so when you hear not wearing pants right do you assume like are you assuming donald duck winnie the pooh like completely loose and free or or do you think oh he's in his undies i think that they're wearing underwear because i just can't there's there's a this part of me that anyway. yeah yeah there's a part of me that can't wrap my head around that's like that they are truly Donald ducking it like in the real world like maybe they are like I don't know but I just have to assume that's like no he's just wearing like maybe like some boxers or boxer mm, briefs please or tidy whities I'm thinking tidy whities yeah. and I'm thinking they're dingy tidy whities obvi- where it's obviously underwear this guy like doesn't strike me as the type of guy who separates his laundry loads yeah you know yeah. i they're dingy tidy whities at best yeah seems like the criminal cohorts you know probably maybe they maybe they sort of you know go to you know sort of go to the tidy whities i i don't you know i have not seen enough criminals in their underwear to know. really know what the yeah and, and i'm i'm sure it you know Depends on the the degree of criminality yeah. and and you know are you a white collar criminal are you you know yeah. you know I mean if you're you know a Gordon Gecko type you're probably right. not wearing tidy whities though maybe you are yeah. I have I have no point of reference yeah. for this well a- as we are wont to do on this <laughs> podcast from time to time we sometimes like to offer unsolicited advice to these criminals ah uh, yes of and course. in this case I'm gonna say just wear pants. You've got mm. pockets. You've pockets. got options. Pockets. You've got places that you can put those those weapons that you need. I mean, if they're men's pants, you've got pockets. Oh, yeah. You know. Don't get me started. Right, right. But oh, yeah. your arsenal can be on full display. You know, if you've just got pants on, that's all we're asking. Yeah, and, you know, we had to stuff everything in a bag. You don't yeah. have to carry that heavy bag around yeah. you as long as... You, you don't need a purse as long as you've got pockets, yeah. right? Guess what? If you're wearing pants, you look a little less suspicious, too. Interesting. Nothing, you know, nothing's gonna. Nothing's gonna throw up a red flag. It's like, <laughs> hey, I'm looking at the one guy that's not wearing pants. That could be a guy that I want to keep an I, eye on. I feel like that might be suspicious. As much as I don't want to look in his direction, I probably should because he might be up to no good. 
So so white undies, red flag is yes. what you're saying. Yeah. Basically. Well, actually, what I usually say is that if you're caught with no pants, you got no chance. Oh, very Johnny Cochran of oh, you. Oh, I, I, I should have probably done it in his sort of uh, his sort of. You know, How about cotton? Turn of phrase. Cotton your undies. Your case is dunsies. Oh, not as good. No. Johnny it, Johnny Cochran would be like very sad. Feels like you're talking sad. about like on the office the Dundies for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it didn't quite work. You're, I like I like that your case is Dunsies though. It's kind of funny. I uh, I just hope he wasn't carrying that gun in his prison wallet. Oh, if you know what I mean. Yikes! And if you don't know what I mean, Google it. Yeah, and, and, and I'm not going to explain don't do it, it here. Kids. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we are moving on to our final story. Right, final story. This one comes to us from Spectrum News 13. Ah. Ayanna Williams might be from Houston, Texas, mm? but a very important part of her will always be in Florida. Aww. Her fingernails, Ugh. which she spent more than 30 years growing. Whoa! The world's longest fingernails are now on display at the Ripley's Believe It or Not attraction on International Drive in Orlando. Hey, hey, hey. And her fingernails measured in at just over 24 feet between her 10 fingers. Wow. She referred to them as her babies. Mm. The nails earned her the Guinness World Record for the longest fingernails on a pair of female hands. Ah. And it took 45 minutes for a dermatologist to clip them off to put them on display. Wow. They were purchased by... By Ripley's for an undisclosed amount. Ayanna's nails aren't the only ones that Ripley's purchased, by the way. Similar record-setting nails are also on display in Amsterdam ah. and New York City. Or New Amsterdam, if you prefer. <laughs> yes. Whoa! Old Amsterdam and New Amsterdam. Does that make Orlando New New Amsterdam? Ooh, possibly. Hmm. Nailed it. Oh. Nicely done. We we hey, we all want to leave our mark on this world, right? So mm. kudos to Ms. Williams for her 24 feet of fingernails. This is crazy. Yeah. Um, what do you do for a job if you have 20? I mean, okay, so Not, I nothing with your hands. I have You're in the, the past, hand model. First of all, my fingernails like break. I I like I could just drum them on a desk and they would snap off like little sure, twigs. Sure. Um, I have had artificial nails that have mm. been maybe like three quarters of an inch yeah, long yeah, before. Yeah. And I could not function. And uh. I know people who have those nails and they can type and they can do right. everything else. You just learn to adapt, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you adapt to I mean, her longest nail was thirty eight inches. That's insane. Do you adapt to that? I don't know how you do it. Like you're not going to be a hand model. <laughs> you're not going to be yeah, you're not going to probably do much typing just because you've got How? some some fingers that are just not going to be able to pull it off. Yeah, well, yeah, and I mean, oh, how do you even go on a job interview? How yeah. do you shake the boss's hand? Oh, you know what? what? Back back scratcher. <laughs> Back scratcher. Professional back scratcher. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm just trying to think. What can you do to like put those nails to to good use? I'm just thinking about basic human functioning. You can't I don't know. you can't shake somebody's hand because you might impale no. them. No. I don't know how you get dressed. Like, how right. do you put your arm into a sleeve? You always have to wear tank tops, right? Yeah, right. How do you wipe your bobbum? How how is that even possible? You have like you have to have some kind of like help for that sort of thing, right? Oh, so she has Maybe like a, a hired bobbum wiper. Hey, I don't know what's a, I don't know what the deal is. These are questions though that I would be asking. So I watched the video mm. about her. Yeah. Um, 
She would always, like in the interviews, she would always sit with like a pillow in her lap. Okay. I think because... Of the heft. Yes. And like even after she had them cut off, her fingers were kind of like... I don't know. They looked almost arthritic, like mm. from maybe the weight or the way that or she way had that to hold, hold her, her hands hand. yeah. to, to be able to function with them. And when she walked, she like basically like had T-Rex arms. Yeah. That's the only way I can describe yeah. it. Like she had to walk with T-Rex arms because otherwise her fingernails were going to drag on the ground. And right? she probably walks like that still to this day because that's just what she's used to doing for thirty stinking years. Yeah, yeah. it's not like uh, it's not like in baseball or something like that where when you swing a weighted bat, it actually is going to make it easier for you to <laughs> swing a regular bat. I would think you would just get so used to that weight that it's like, wow, now my hands just move. Yeah, very weirdly and freely. Oh, can't get used to it. Oh. Yeah. I don't know, like, but I, I, I immediately always think whenever I see these nails, it's like, what do you do if you damage it? Like, do you just cut it off? You do, do you just like say like, all right, all those years of trying to grow them out, just you know, get, or do you try to get it repaired? Well, I mean, first of all, if you have ever met anybody who has nails like this, mm-hmm. and and I don't mean like thirty-eight inch long nails, yeah, I mean just even good like size. six inch long nails. Mm-hmm. They grow incredibly thick. Like yeah. it almost looks like you've got um It's like a tree trunk that's like that's like gathering. Kinda, like, yeah. More mass or at the bottom I was to... thinking more about like when you get a box of bugles oh, snacks and yeah. you stick them on your fingers. Yep. They kind of end up looking like that, like almost like a little cone ah. on the end of your finger. So oh. I mean, yeah, they're still breakable. You could slam one in the car door or something. I love but those it's... bugles, man. And they were always so fun to make with your little fingers. <laughs> Does anybody actually eat them, or do they just play with them? I, I mean, I feel I feel like you're always playing with them. So anyway, yeah. they're not easy to break. No, right? I mean, you still could break them. Sure, you could step on one or slam slam one in a door uh, or something like that. But it's yeah. not like you know, I'm just going to break a nail typing or yeah. you know, pulling a zipper up or something like that. Oh boy! But um, did you watch the video? No. So there's a video of the dermatologist removing them. Oh. Did you see? No, but like you describing how thick that they would have to be, was he using like bolt cutters to cut them off? <laughs> a Dremel. A Dremel, perfect. She used a rotary tool Dremel wow. to saw through the nails to remove them. Unbelievable. Well, you are a huge fan of the Dremel. I am. If uh, all the Dremel people, if you're listening, if uh, if, if they want to be a sponsor, like sponsor, I I will talk about Dremels for hours on end. Yeah, you you do it's that. It's the just, most amazing toy. Yeah, uh, just in it's general. not a toy. It's a tool. It's a great tool. But it's a toy. But to, it's not that surprising to know that they use a Dremel for these fingernails because it is a miracle tool. And in this case, you'd probably need a miracle product in order to make this happen. Speaking of miracles. So, she wears rings. How? She wears bracelets, like a lot of bracelets. The rings would be, I don't even know. Like, it would (laughs) take off some sort of, like, weird, I don't even know. That's crazy. Yeah, no, I don't know how she got the bracelets on. Mm. I don't know how she got the rings on. These things were not detailed in the video, and these are the questions I have. Like, I feel like they needed to do a follow-up video. Yes, I don't know how this how this whole thing works. So it's just important to know because these are now like these these are now like Florida relics 
that we can go and visit anytime we want to in, in Orlando. Ooh, road trip. And I want to know, like when I see this, it's like, how is all this happening? So, now, it did say that to do a manicure, mm, because you like to keep them pretty, yeah. which, thank you, Yeah. Um, four bottles of nail polish, mm. and it would take literally days to do. That's unbelievable. Literally days yeah. to do a manicure and a team, on these nails. And a team, probably, <laughs> working around the clock to get them done. How much money do you think Ripley's pays for these? Uh, like, do they pay by the inch? Well, it certainly wouldn't be how much I would want to pay for them, which would be not a whole lot. So <laughs> I'm going to go like with a really high number. I'm just going to go like round it off to hundred thousand. Hundred thousand dollars. I have no idea. Like that's like way too much for that. Would be way too much to me. But that may be what it takes to get something like this in Ripley's. So a hundred thousand dollars that she spent more than thirty years mm-hmm. earning. So yeah. that only comes out to like three thousand three hundred. $3,300 a year, so, right? So, yeah, so not really worth it in the long run. No, that's that not even paying for her her personal butt wiper. No. How much right? do you think? I don't know. I yeah. think I think 100000 is a... Right? Like, it's enticing enough to get me to cut them off. Totally. Yeah. I, I, I would probably cut them off for a couple hundred bucks. Uh, yeah, if anybody would like to um, watch me cut my nails, <laughs> I, I will... Um, I, I could open an OnlyFans or something. Ooh. Do you think there's like nail fetishists that would just you pay know to are. watch me you cut know my are. fingernails? Yeah. There's a fetish for everything. So, mm. yeah, it's out there. I just found my side hustle. Perfect. <laughs> so, what did we learn today? I learned that when someone offers 100 bucks to help you, Try not to burn down their house. Oh. Or, or you know, Even threaten, threaten to burn down their house. I learned that just like a good book, mm. some freak show stories actually get a happy ending. Oh, I also learned that if you're going to be on sp- school property, make sure you're wearing pants. Mm. Good point. Mm. Good point. And I learned that if you are looking for a freaky world record, there's nowhere else to go but Florida. There's never anywhere else to go but Florida for that stuff. Those were our freakiest Florida finds for the week. And as always, you can find a whole lot of other wacky news stories from across the Sunshine State on our Facebook and Twitter pages. That's right. That's at FLA Freak Show. And while you're on them socials, remember to follow, like us, and share us. Say it with me. At FLA Freak Show. I can't say it with you. I just don't have the timing for it. (laughs) At FLA Freak Show. Plus, if you see a Florida story we missed, share it with us. And of course, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform because we'd really love to hear from you. Until next week, I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. Till we meet again, remember to let your Florida freak flag fly. Goodbye.